Excellent. Here we go. We're live. Welcome to Coffee, Eggs and Inspiration. It's a weekly show that goes out over YouTube and as a podcast over all of the major channels. And each week I get to sit with an inspiring person and listen to them tell their story and share it with all of you. This week is no different. I'm joined by Patrick D.I., otherwise known as Ultra. Welcome, Ultra. Welcome, Patrick. Number one. Thank you. Thank um, you. <laughs> Patrick is a, is a founder. He's an entrepreneur. He's got a company called Above Boxing, which is a personal development uh, company. Also, he's got the number one face, which is uh, an apparel company. I'm actually sporting one of the hoodies. Uh, see, Patrick's got his cap on as well. So we're all in the brand. Uh, Patrick's a mo motivational speaker as well. He's had lots of different roles in the past in both business development and, and companies, but also uh, mentorship and, uh, and training. Um, companies including Uber and uh, General Motors on the, uh, the businessy uh, side of things. And in mentorship and personal development, uh, he's worked with the Imperial College National Citizenship Service. I find that really hard to say. National Citizenship Service, NCS. Uh, that's easier. Teach first. Yeah, that's what I just, yeah, and, yeah, yeah. Yeah, NCS, NCS, much better. But it's, I, like, it's what I hate. I've got a really uh, um, a mental block on acronyms. I hate acronyms. So I have to say the whole word, even if it's difficult. NCS, National Citizenship Service. Um, also, and this is a really cool uh, element, uh, Patrick is. Uh, the European or was the European boxing champ and also two times British University boxing champ. So he's a boxer uh, and, uh, um, and brings a lot of that sort of ethos into everything he does. And as though all of that isn't enough, he's also a rapper. And we're going to play some of, <laughs> some, some of your rap. I don't know how you find the time. Should we kick off with a rap? What do you think? Should we do that? Go for it. Yeah, yeah, go okay, for it. Go for it. It's my latest single. Oh, latest single. Okay, I'm going to flip over the screen share. Here we go. I know what I want. You got to do the moves, the man. Yeah. The vision's clear. Yeah. Look, look. Ultra one. Look. Get to the top. That's the ambition. But you can't get to the top with no. That's like get in a cup and not bleeding. Bro, get to the top. Get lit, hop over every obstacle. Get lit, celebrate, pop a bottle. You make the hits. Life is just the instrumental. Keep going. How did you jump that high? How did you? That was like, I don't know, chest high. You just, you just jumped uh, two feet. What an athlete as well. What a what a great um, shot to to uh to stop on i'll link this below actually patrick's got a few uh a few um uh, a few tracks out there on youtube but uh really cool groove man i, I love your rap and uh the music's cool and the message is really good and i think that's probably the the key part of it let's start with you telling yeah. us how, how this came about you know what's your background how did you grow up yeah. Okay, so um, yeah, thank you for that phenomenal introduction as well. Nah, I like it, I like it. Um, so yeah, from Newham, which is in East London, unfortunately one of the most deprived boroughs in England. Um, so growing up, grew up around like um, gangs, violence, crime, that kind of stuff. 
Um, but deep down, I just always knew that I wanted more from life um, and, I, and that I just wanted to be successful. Didn't really know what that looked like, but growing up, I just also knew that I loved solving problems. Um, so, you know, something that I was really into was like fixing bikes and that kind of stuff. Um, yeah, so that's what I involved. And then, you know, getting paid for doing, you know, those kind of things. You're fixing what, bicycles or motorcycles? Yeah. Yeah, fixing my friend's bicycles. So if they had a puncture or broke down or changing the chains, like, so, yeah, when I think of my youth, that's what I, I, re I remember. You say so. I was in like, bicycles. yeah, yeah, eight. <laughs> yeah, that's how it started initially, and then um, yeah. So then, when I when I was in year eight, yeah, again, I got involved in boxing because, like, I wanted to learn self defense. Um, you know, everyone knows how to, I don't know, play fight, but you need to know how to actually do it structurally. So I started boxing, um, intentionally to learn some self-defense. But then when I got there, I learned so much more. Like, it's not just about fighting someone, you know? There's there's an amazing discipline around it. Um, and yeah, I continued, yeah. Can you talk more about that? What, are you, what, what is this discipline that you're talking about? What's the, what's the mental model that boxing teaches you? Okay. So um, I guess, you have to fight within the rules and a lot of rules to, to, to you know, to, um, to be part of. One being, you know, you need to be the right weight. So, you know, you've got to eat correctly. Um, yeah, train so that you, you know, you make weight. Um, basic things like being places on time. So like, you know, you can't turn up to your fight late, otherwise there's no show. <laughs> Coming with the correct kit. Yet again, they're very strict with what you wear, you know. Um, and then, you know, there's a training aspect of things. You need to turn up for training. You need to do the drills. You've got to do things you don't want to to get the results that you want, you know. Um, it's, a, it's very tough, very tough. And, you know, one of the greatest things is that, and it, I feel like it's one of my, my favourite inspirational quotes. It's doing what needs to be done long after motivation to start disappears. Interesting. So, you know, like, so when we first start something, you're like, yeah, 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 I can do this, I can do this. But there's going to be a point where you're like, this is long now. I'm getting hurt now. <laughs> but that, at that moment, you need to remember why you started and keep persevering, you know? Um, yeah. So, yeah, that's some of the skills, that, that, that real resilience. Um, boxing taught me, um, yeah, and that co-competitive spirit. That's yeah. a it's a great uh, it's a great discipline actually. Doing doing what needs to be done long after the I guess the novelty wears off is is okay. the message, and um, and it's teaching you resilience. It's teaching it's teaching you the uh, the work ethic. Uh, you know, nothing comes for free, in a sense, and. Uh, just those personal disciplines about timeliness and showing up with the right gear. I love it. And, and that, uh, you had at some... A young age, at a young age, that's very important. At a young age, very important. That responsibility. 
hundred percent. Hundred percent. Having that responsibility you at a young age. You need to show us your t-shirt. I think just on that note before we move. Oh, to okay. This one, yeah. So it says, "Train hard, live easy," and um, yeah, it's it's one of our slogans for above boxing. Fantastic. You know, train hard, live easy. Fantastic. Don't just live easy without training hard. Yeah. You deserve I it. Yeah. I, I, I need to I need to really take a note for myself. I'm, I'm I've got a bit of uh, honestly a bit a bit of COVID weight happening. Uh, probably need to go to one. We've got to do an online session. We've got to do an <laughs> online session. Okay. All right. <laughs> I've that. done boxing before, actually. <laughs> boxing boxing's really amazing for fitness. I have done boxing classes before. Just going through the motions and um, it's a it's a surprising all body workout, and it, it, it kind of looks gentle and elegant when you watch professionals do it. But it's it's super hard, right? Mm -hmm. It's hard. Um, tell us how, so you made the transition, you were a very successful boxer, but you made the transition at some stage into business, into the business world, into yeah. the entrepreneurship world, and also yeah. into personal training and, and motivational speaking. How did that transition come about? Okay, so, so I went to university um, and I studied electrical electronic engineering. Um, and when I graduated, <clears throat> I found myself in a position where I was really good at boxing, um, but there were people that were doing it full time. That was it. Um, and I felt like I had another op opportunity to do other things. Um, namely, because I had completed university and I got good grades, a lot of schools and colleges and even my university at the time were booking me to speak in schools to speak there and tell my story of like, you know, how did you win the British University Championships while she were doing your dissertation, you know? And like, yeah, like just all these different challenges, like what did you do? What kind of mindset does it take? And yeah, um, so I, and that was like my very first time really experiencing anything like that. So what happened was when I graduated, I kept boxing and at the same time, I started delivering these motivational talks. Um, first time doing it, but I was really good at it because for some reason I had, I, I feel like I've consumed all motivational content there is in this world. <laughs> so like, <laughs> I'm being honest. I, like, you know, going through doing an engineering degree, I felt like dropping out from, from, the, first, from the first year. Honestly, like I remember very vividly in my class, there was like maybe 80 people on day one. In the next two weeks, ask me how many people were left. How many? Tell me. It was no more than 30. Ah, wow. Small group, because people kept jumping ship. They were like, oh, I'm going to try this. I'm going to do this instead, because it was very tough, very tough. Um, but yeah, so you had to like mentally gas yourself, meaning, you know, mentally stimulate your yourself and persuade yourself and encourage yourself that you can do this, that you can push through. I had to talk to, I, I had to, I made friends with everyone who's <clears throat> a year above and two years above, kept asking them, how do you do this now? <laughs> Are you a human being? <laughs> do you know what I mean? And then they gave me the, yeah, because 
Now, how did you make it through this year? This year was really tough. How did you do it? Yeah. So, um, yeah, they gave me the encouragement to get through. But anyway, so obviously I graduated now, um, was boxing full time, very intense. By the same time, given these speeches and given these talks. Um, and then I had the opportunity to um, apply for uh, uh, a, a little grant. Um, so long story short, I applied for the grant, gave a great presentation, and I got a little bit of funding to run our first boxing sessions. Um, and I ran those sessions at a local youth centre. And that went really well. So I was delivering free boxing to the to my local community um, at the time. Um, yeah, that went really well. Um, <clears throat> and then, yeah, everything just built from there built on, basically. From there. And the funding, Patrick, was uh, was that Prince's Trust or uh, it was Prince's Trust? No, so it? this funding. No, no, I got involved with the Prince's Trust a bit later. So this funding was with. Um, Starbucks. So Starbucks UK youth. Um, yeah, they were given um, funding for like grassroots projects. Um, you know, really challenging areas with people who they felt could like young inspirational people they could make a difference in the community. Um, so I applied and I got it. I was so happy. Like, yeah. Good old Starbucks. Um, <laughs> um, shout out to Starbucks on uh, getting Patrick started. So, I mean, you've, you've got uh, at least two businesses, at least two primary businesses, yeah. Above Boxing, which is yeah. a personal development uh, company, um, which I guess is an evolution of that early Starbucks concept and uh, the number one face. Yeah, Let's yeah, start yeah. with Above Boxing and just talk a little bit, if you could, about okay. what what you offer there and um, you know what's, mm -hmm. what the outcomes are. <clears throat> Okay, so above boxing, the way it came out was um, after delivering my speeches to schools and colleges, I would leave feeling really fulfilled, feeling really pumped, and then get a message from the school saying, yeah, you need to come in again. I'm thinking, huh? It, didn't the talk do it? <laughs> like, you know, so it turned out that, you know, people actually need to go through a program well, young people especially, to just to make change happen. So, you know, you speak to 100 people, speak to 200 people, but in reality, you know, it probably only hits about 20% of those people. So, um, yeah, I, I went to schools and started delivering some of my core messages around leadership, around resilience, um, around confidence building, around self-esteem and looking after your mental health um and around discipline so that was the program so it was the above boxing program we trialed it in in a youth center it worked started delivering it in school um yeah and that that's how that's how it's yeah and so now i deliver sessions with that concept in mind okay i'll link i'll link so not only are you looking up yeah, so not only are you looking after your physical health, but you're also looking after your mental health. You're also learning a skill. You're also building your confidence up, you know, your body image, your mindset, that kind of stuff. So it's more than just, you know, throwing a punch, basically. Absolutely. I, I full, full That's what I call it. Yeah, I'll link all of this 
below. You used a phrase I want to pick up on. I think you said self-pristine. <clears throat> Did I hear you right? Self-pristine? Self Did you say self-pristine? Self-esteem, self yeah, yeah, yeah. Self Oh, self-esteem. Self self-esteem, esteem so this yeah, yeah. idea of the that the idea of the mental image um, of your of yourself. Can you talk a little bit more about that and how you uh, with the people that you work with? So it's about looking inside yourself and finding ways to motivate yourself and um, yeah. No, understanding yourself, understanding what makes you tick, your identity, um, and yeah, just, yeah, around looking after your 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 mental health and your and your self esteem. Yeah, such an important part, and and so so important, particularly uh, in this really strange time that we find ourselves. Usually, I do these interviews face to face, and I I can't wait to meet you face to face, but. Uh, we're in. Uh, we're still in lockdown. We're filming this in what are we? October 2020. October. So, uh, for yeah, now, yeah. for now, we'll we'll look forward to really strange basically. time. Really strange. Really strange time. But um, mm -hmm. that, that speaking of face to face, tell me about the number one face. You know, where did the logo come from, and what's your vision for this apparel <laughs> brand that we've got? Cool. I think it would be appropriate to actually be wearing the cap whilst I'm talking about be. this. <laughs> I've got my, I can't be the only brand ambassador. Yeah, no, nah, you know, you're, I, I appreciate you. Because the first time I told you about it, you went away and bought it. I don't think that's ever happened in my life. Like, I, I was talking to him about it. Da, 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 da. Oh, yeah, I bought one. And can, and can I can I give you some can I give you some shameless advertising here because I really like the Go message. Right? Trust is expensive, and when I got the mm -hmm. the hoodie, this is not an advertorial. Just to be clear, I'm not being paid for this. I'm not sponsoring it or anything like that. But do you know what I love I about this? We can't afford you. It's got a really high hood, and and it's super warm. It's like really cozy. I've been wearing, I honestly, I kid you not, I've been wearing it a lot because it's great. It's a bit rainy in London at the moment. It's getting cooler. So it's, it's, it's really good, uh, good quality stuff. Anyway, I cut across you. So you, you tell me more about the brand. Yeah, yes. Yeah, so, you want to take it. Sure, sure, sure. So the brand's called the number one face. And one of our collection is this trust. Number one, Some people read it as trust. No one as well, but our real message is trust. Number one, it's about trusting yourself and your number ones. The whole idea is for people who, it's for everyone who takes loyalty seriously, yeah? Um, and they don't just trust naively. So the whole concept came from my lifestyle back in like 2005, 2006. On the roads, on the streets, people were like, trust no one, trust no one, trust no one. And I was like, I get that. But there were still a few people that I trust and like those are my number ones, you know, so I've always just been looking for a way to represent that and to symbolize that. And that is through the, the cap, through the, the brand. So, so don't, yes, stands I guess the, 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 so the, uh, the message there, Patrick, is don't put the walls up too high around you. You will have people. I mean, you can rely on yourself, but you can also develop yes. a an inner circle of people who are authentic friends and genuinely there for you and, and they are number it. one. Right. 
that's it and and the people know that you're self-aware so they know that you know you're you're clued up around who you trust it's not just an accident i trust you like i'm actually telling you you're part of my circle and yeah you know be very aware be very self-aware that's what the brand's about raising that awareness and trust is expensive as the as the uh as the thing yeah says. yeah trust is expensive that that came that's another yeah another avenue trust is expensive because you, know, you, you don't you shouldn't just give it away it's not free you know take time so trust is expensive you earn it yeah absolutely that's it. Um, which is which is a great note <laughs> to invite you uh, to, to say some closing words. You know, the people who okay. watch my channel, um, many of them are, are young, they may be coming out of uh, school or university. Uh, in some cases, they may be, you know, changing jobs or maybe even out of a job okay. right now. What, what advice with all of the experience you've had in in your companies and, and, and the disciplines that you've um, you know, pursued over the years, what okay. advice would you have for that? There was there are so many, um, so many. <clears throat> Two real one is read books. So like go on Google and find out you know the top um, personal development books within wherever you're struggling in life and read it because there's like ten years of knowledge in one book basically it can shift you to yeah to success. But um, if I was to leave everyone with one piece of information. I would say don't major in minor things. So what does that mean? That means, yeah, <laughs> it's a bit wrong, but it's the truth, honestly. I don't, you know, yeah, it's the elephant in the room, so to speak. So don't major in minor things. So recognize the most important things you need to be doing and spend all your time on that. Don't waste your time on stuff that are minor. Right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Prioritize. Yeah, that's another way of putting it. Prioritize whatever's important. Do it. I love that message, Patrick. Um, Patrick Ultra, thank you so much for joining me. You're an inspiration. Yes. Don't don't major in the minor things. I'm gonna uh, I'm I'm gonna remember that one. That's unique. Thank you so much. You're an inspiration. Thank you. Thank you for having me, Craig.